Welcome to the Female Insight Zone, a podcast dedicated to sharing insights from women who have made an indelible mark in business and the path they took to soar. Welcome to the Female Insight Zone. This is Mary Beth Kozmeski. Today I'm interviewing Marie Swift. Marie is an absolutely fantastic public relations and marketing consultant. Uh, Marie has been in this particular industry doing this fine work for probably a couple of decades. She has started this business on her own. She has had ups and downs, and if I could say mostly ups, and it's just a fantastic look at a successful public relations and marketing business. And so I would like to introduce our audience to Marie Swift. Hey, hello, everybody. So Marie, talk a little bit about how you started your business and why you decided to start a business, because you were probably doing this at another company and then decided to go off on your own. Why did you decide to do that? And, and what were some of the beginning struggles that you had when you did do that? Oh, thank you for asking. In fact, you're, you're exactly right. I was doing marketing and corporate communications inside of a large wealth management firm. And this was a really high stress job, but I loved it. But what changed for me is that I had a little baby and my life became unmanageable. It became so unmanageable that I felt like when I left the office at two minutes after five because I had to get my little kiddo at daycare, that I was getting the hairy eyeball from everybody else who was staying late. And, you know, when you're a working mother, you just can't do that. Well, you know, one day I was late to get my guy and uh, he was two years old and I rounded the corner on the freeway in Orange County, California, the cars were just stopped and I was going 70 and, you know, I hit a truck. I just rear-ended a truck and I'm lucky to be here. So, you know, it really was like a wake-up call for me. Like, get your act together. What matters most to you, Marie? And for me, it's family. And, you know, I love my work, but I found another way to reinvent myself as a freelancer for that firm. I resigned, as you might have guessed, and they became my first client. And I started Impact Communications. And, you know, it's got a double meaning for me. It impacts my life. It impacts my family. I had an impact that woke me up, literally. And, you know, we really just work today in the financial services world, impacting communications and helping our clients tell their story and shining a light on their good work. So, you know, for me, the reason I started Impact was to put my family first, but I found the work so rewarding and I just kind of figured it out, you know, based on my past experience, how to be an entrepreneur. I studied other entrepreneurs and read books and went to seminars and, you know, fast forward 26 years later, and we're doing pretty well. Yeah. And congratulations, by the way. And, and it sounds a lot like what I did when I first started as well. I just, I couldn't get my hands on enough books about um, others who have done this and others who I would like to emulate and go to conferences and, and listen in and, and figure out how other people were doing it. But probably just like my business, you know, there were some more difficult times. What was a time that you had that was, because we'll talk about all the success stuff, but what was a time that you had when you thought, I, I I would rather, maybe I'd rather be working for someone else. It's easier. It's hard to be on your own. It's hard to, you know, try to make payroll and you've got all these employees now and all of these things happen. But talk about something where, where you hit sort of a bump in the road and then you recovered from that. Yeah. You know, when you asked that question just now, I had a couple of things run through my mind, but I think the scariest thing was going through the Great Recession because my business is really niche 
we have niched into an industry with a certain swath of that industry. And that's why we're able to get such high demand and such good fees. But, you know, the flip side of that is when the economy was falling apart during that horrible 0809 where everybody wondered, can this get any worse? Oh, my gosh. I had retainer clients and project-based clients calling and just begging to get out of their agreements with me. And so we worked things out. But that was a really scary time for me thinking, how do I staff? I had to let some people go. And I cried. I walked around the block. It was, I mean, many nights just agonizing, agonizing what to do. But I had to right-size my business based on the economy. And, you know, those people found another way and I had to let them go. And some of them have come back because times have changed and I need more people. And who better than the people that were there then that were so gracious to, you know, cry with me and say, we understand it's a tough time. But, you know, as an entrepreneur, there are those tough times where you have to make the decision. And I have an obligation to my clients and to my family and to my staff that's going to stay. So, you know, um, those are the things that have made me cry, kept me up at night. And somehow I managed through it. And my team helped me through it. My family helped me through it. And we emerged stronger through that whole fire and trial. Yeah. I mean, what a great story. Because if you think if you're going to be an entrepreneur, that it's all going to be smooth sailing, um, it's not. And some of these things are just colossal changes, like what happened in the financial industry. And when you're niched in the financial industry, like both you and I are, it is very, very difficult when something happens, right? It pulled the rug right underneath you. So at any rate, but on the, on the more positive side, you've been able to grow this business successfully, employ lots of people, and do a lot of things that people really need help with, like public relations and video and things like that. So talk a little bit about what you guys are doing right now in, in terms of your business and talk about a success story, something where you've really been able to help change someone else's life by, you know, you talked about the impact of communications. Yeah, thank you. I have so many ideas floating through my head. And, um, you know, I guess the biggest thing that the thing that I'm most proud of is bringing people along in my business as staff members. And we have a plan to have everybody succeed in our business and impact communications internally, our team members to have a role that makes a difference, whether you're just transcribing an audio for um, a blog or something that we're producing for a client or a book that's being illustrated that we're producing for a client, or maybe we're creating a news release and putting it out on the news release system on the newswire system uh, for one of our clients. Every single person at impact has a sense of ownership and of teamliness and of making a difference no matter where they fall in that consulting and service delivery spectrum. For our clients, when I think about some of the big wins over the past uh, 10 or 15 years, you know, I remember the day that I got a call from a big broker dealer and I had to pinch myself and say, oh my gosh, are they talking to me? They want me, they want my firm to do this. And it was a big gig. It was a six-year contract doing high-level PR 
for their executives at one of the large, one of the top 10 independent broker dealers. And we loved working with that firm until there was an ownership change. And, you know, those people had become friends where we really felt a sense of loss and sadness when we needed to change and their uh, service structure rolled up into the larger company. And, you know, they were no longer an impact client. So I'm really proud of my team for, just rising to the occasion and for us walking in our talk, because we don't really advertise at Impact Communications. We do word of mouth advertising or word of mouth marketing. We do credibility marketing. We do relationship marketing. We do everything that we tell our clients to do, becoming a thought leader, becoming a celebrity in your little portion of the universe. And business just finds us. So, you know, I guess another highlight, and then I'll just throw it back to you, is where I went out on the road with one of the big custodians. And I thought, wow, this who is that woman who walked out onto the stage, who spoke to all those people, or, you know, has the big, uh, you know, screens behind her and came out after Colin Powell? I, you know, for me, it's like such an honor. And, you know, it, you never think you can do it until you do it and you live through it and you think, wow, that was pretty cool. It was scary, but it was cool. So today we're just doing all of that. We're doing marketing communications, public relations for custodians, broker dealers, fintech companies. That's our institutional line of business. Anybody who's serving the independent advisor space. But we also still help a number of highly successful financial advisors who are on the fiduciary fee-based or fee-only track. And we help them shine a light on what they're doing through content marketing, PR, multimedia, including video and so forth. Well, I and I know the work that you do is fantastic. And so much so that we actually decided to partner together. I We do a lot of marketing at Red Zone Marketing. You guys do public relations and marketing and communications at Impact Communications. And we have come together to do a summit in Chicago. Marie, do you want to talk a little bit about, about where we're sort of bringing our uh, businesses together to, to host this special event? Oh, I'm so excited, Mary Beth. And, you know, it's been such a pleasure working with you. You and I feel like we should have been sisters or something. And, (laughs) you know, when I've watched you from afar all these many years and thought, you know, this is a classy person, somebody with stature who I would love to team up with. So we found this idea that we could both buy into. And so, you know, for our listeners, we're doing this thing called the Advisor Thought Leaders Summit. And it's happening November 9th and 10th this year, right around the corner at the University of Chicago Gleacher Center. So the website advisorthoughtleadersummit.com has all the details. And, you know, I don't know how much you want to talk about that, Mary Beth, but our whole mission is to help advisors get ready to step into the spotlight, actually step into the spotlight record a short video where you look like a rock star, a celebrity at the Advisor Thought Leader Summit with a television personality and take pictures with the other book authors and celebs who are going to be there. Well, not like celebs, like, uh, you know, a movie star or a television star, but people (laughs) in our world who have credibility, who will make you look more credible too. So, I mean, it's such a robust agenda, Mary Beth. Maybe you can focus in on a couple of things that you think would be helpful for our listeners. Yeah. Well, one of the things is just simply knowing how to do good video and media interviews. And so part of it is from a learning standpoint, we're going to have some experts who have been in the media for many years who coach others to do these things very well and um, how to do good 
video, what are what's presence and, and what makes you look really your absolute best, like you said, a rock star. And so it's the teaching part of what you should do. And then we're going to actually work with the participants to have them actually do it and to be able to, to take what they've learned and record a video and get some digital assets and leave there with things that they can use as opposed to just a learning summit. It's a learning and a doing summit. So yeah, I mean, you know, we're not here really to talk about the advisor thought leader summit, but it's just an amazing thing that Marie and I are doing together and we're so excited about it. So check it out, advisor thoughtleadersummit.com. But but for the most part, I am just thrilled to be able to talk to you today, Marie, and find out a little bit about your super successful business and things that happened. And I think it always gives us all hope, you know, when when you go, wow, you, you, you started because you were in the exact same situation that I was in, you know, or whatever it might be. And, and then there was something that wasn't perfect. And how did you overcome all of that? And how did your staff deal with it? And it's just a really amazing story. And today you're, you know, sitting on top of the world. And I just think it's, it's absolutely amazing. So thank you for, for joining us on, on, on this podcast today. How can people reach you individually? So we know about the Advisor Thought Leader Summit, but how can people reach you on, you know, social and your website and things like that? Oh, for sure. I'm everywhere. You can find me on almost any of the big uh, four or six. You know, I can't even keep track anymore. I guess I'm on the big four social networks. So you can just Google me or you can go to my website, impactcommunications.org. I have a blog. I call it the best practices in the financial services industry blog. I know it's a long name, but it's descriptive. That's what I do is I write about things and people who are doing great work in the financial services industry. So, you know, check out my blog, follow me on any of the social networks and, you know, let's connect. Uh, You can always email me. All that information is on my social accounts and my website. Well, thank you so much, Marie, for joining us today on the Female Insight Zone. Thank you, Mary Beth. Thanks for listening to the Female Insight Zone, a podcast dedicated to sharing insights from women who have made an indelible mark in business and the path they took to soar. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.